Dress for less here. I got an Apple Podcast review with a spooky, spooky story. This one comes from Lady Sylvie, and it's called Fun, Freaky, and Fabulous. Now, she says a bunch of really nice things about the show, but let's get to the nitty gritty. So she says, I have a fun, haunting, question mark, story about the farmhouse my grandparents live in that I stayed at every weekend in summer until mid-high school. If you want to use it for the show, feel free to cut and edit as necessary, because it's kind of a long one. My grandparents' farmhouse is a converted trailer sitting on 40 acres in rural Missouri, with additional rooms built on way before I was born. There were three bedrooms, one tiny room at the start of the hall that was part of the original trailer, one large master bedroom that was added on toward uh, the back of the hall, and another large room added on at the very end of the hall. The room at the very end used to be my great-grandmother's before I was born. The master was my grandparents, and the littlest room was mine. After my little brother was big enough to need a room of his own, and my grandmother had long since passed... The big room at the end of the hall became mine. It was an awesome room during the day. The back wall overlooking our hayfield was almost completely covered by a window. So there was a beautiful view and lots of natural light. You could see deer, coyotes, foxes. Okay, I'm editing your story as I read, sorry. Uh, But at night, the room became very scary. Even during the day, I'd regularly catch the sight of things out of the corner of my eyes in the hall leading up to that room. And if it was quiet, you'd get a sense of unease. But at night, it got bad. I covered up the window walls, uh, the window wall with curtains and the mirror wall with sheets so that it couldn't reflect. But I'd catch glimpses of what looked like a dark figure in any shadow. Additionally, anyone who slept in the room would have nightmares. It got so bad that if I was in there alone, I would be frozen in fear under the covers, shivering or crying until I passed out. I created a nightly ritual after some time to say, Negativity, leave me be. You cannot touch me. To the thing, that's what she would say, to the thing in the shadows. Uh, I, I, felt like the, I felt like the shadows were watching me. But the nightmares and unease continued anyway. I could sleep anywhere else in that house without issues. I woke up a few nights over the years to see a figure hovering over the bed. But their shape was only a silhouette filled with what looked like TV static. When I saw the figure... I was able to move, unlike sleep paralysis, but was at first too scared to. Then I would get an immediate rush of peaceful energy from the figure and could go right on sleeping without covers over my head, feeling protected. On the rare night I saw it, my nightmares would stop and I could sleep peacefully for the rest of the night. Those were the only nights I slept well there, and I always woke up terrified at what had happened. 
The freakiest thing that happened during the day occurred when I was 14. I had a big stereo player that played CDs and radio. I used the stereo elsewhere, but when I moved in that room, it started acting oddly. I'd set it to a radio station with modern pop music, and a few minutes later, the channel would change. Oh, this ghost does not like those pop hits. You could hear it flick through the channels until it came upon an oldie station, which I disliked. So I assumed it was just being dumb because we were rural and radio uh, and radio was being spotty. Oh, she assumed that the radio was being dumb. And so I changed the dial back until it was on a station I liked. To note, though, I was, it wasn't like normal radio interference where you'd get an overlay or static on the channel. It started clear, then changed channels. Eventually, my grandma got me a new radio because she didn't have issues anywhere else in the house, and we thought maybe it was an antenna or dial issue. But the same problem happened with the new radio. At one point, I went up to it so mad that I just turned the knob, then stared at it with my hand hovering over it as uh, I held the antenna cable up with my other hand to make sure it wasn't struggling to get signal. And as I watched, within a second or two of me changing the channel, the knob physically turned under my hand, and the first clear word was a very clear, Hello. I was freaked out and went running from the room. Needless to say, I switched to CDs uh, only when I was in that room after that. It could all be explained away by coincidence, reflections, poor radio dial waiting, etc. But I have no doubts that something weird was going on in the room. We had carbon monoxide detectors, detectors and stuff that never said anything was wrong, but it wasn't just me who got the nightmares, so I feel like I wasn't just, it wasn't just in my head. Interesting to note, though, apparently my grandparents had bought two lots and they decided to build their farm. Uh, when they decided to build their farm. Only one room was located over the edge of the second lot. My room. I learned many years later that there was a legend that uh, that lot had originally had a one-room schoolhouse built on it in the early 1900s that had burned down. But it is a cleared hay field now, and uh, we can't find records of it since it is rural, so who knows. Assuming that it is haunted, I have no idea what or who the negative entity was that caused the anxiety and nightmares there, but I wondered if the figure that would uh, appear over my bed and protect me was my great-grandmother, since it had been her room before it was mine. I've had a ton of other weird stuff happen, but that is the most consistent and negative experience I've had uh, that was supported by other people. Well, thank you so much for sharing that one. Uh, Spooky. On with the show! Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by one of the... uh, Gosh, what do I call you? A host? A cast member? (laughs) uh, Part of a collective known as... Spanish Aki presents Oscar Montoya. Hi, hi, hey, Oscar. Um, I am obsessed with Spanish Aki presents. Thank you. Which is a show that you guys started at UCB, right? We did. We started it a long time ago. We were part of a larger collective, and then we sort of people kept like flaking it in shows and stuff like that. And the four of us—Tony Rodriguez, Carlos Santos, Riza Lisea, 
we were sort of like this constants. So we were like, oh, let's just do something on our own. Totally. And then now we have a podcast. We have a live show. It's like we have merch, which is weird. Yeah. Like we have pins with our faces on them. Like uh-huh. what's that about? I know. It's funny, isn't so it? So weird. So weird. I know. I did your show. I did the live version of yes. Spanish I Keep Presents. And you and I instantly clicked over yes. being spooky bitches. We are spookies. Spookies. We are Losa Spookies. Have you always been a spooky bitch? Always. Since? Always been spooky. Yeah. I, I remember watching The Exorcist when I was like seven years old, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. It was the TV, like, <laughs> right. edited version. Right, right. But the I was tame like, version of it. Yeah. And but I was, the subject matter was interesting to you. Totally into it. Mm. And Elvira and Carrie. Oh, Elvira. Carrie was my favorite movie when I was a kid. And I actually did mm. a sort of a parody, but, like, with minus intentional humor called Harry, which was um, me <laughs> and Wait, my cousins. Wait, how would you? Harry, H-A-R-R. IE probably yeah <laughs> um, I was literally like seven or eight and it was a, a it was a short yeah um, on a camcorder called Harry and I do remember a scene where a cousin or somebody is on a bike and they're like creepy Harry creepy Harry and I look at them and then they fall over and then of course the final scene with the pig's blood right I could never put any kind of red blood or anything on my clothes my parents would kill me I know yeah so I'm at the prom <laughs> and I'm in sweatpants and um, no shirt and then somebody takes a <laughs> Dixie cup with water and pours it out of frame a hand reaches out and pours the water you know on top it of it. It was my on head. a budget. It was on we a budget, and it worked. <laughs> and, and it worked. You know, <laughs> there you, need was to fi- <laughs> you need to find that clip. I know. You I don't to- know where it, it. It has to exist somewhere. We have to see. We it. have to digitize. The world it. needs to see Harry. I know. <laughs> A hundred percent. So yeah, to answer your question, I've always uh, been spooky. Yes, yes. I don't know what. Uh, I've just like been so obsessed. I my aunt. I was um, raised in Colombia. And uh, my aunt had a video store and one of those janky like corner videos, it was teeny tiny. But the cool thing about those like B horror movies is that the art was just amazing. Incredible. And oh, as a course. kid, I was like a four year old. I remember just watching like Feast of the Gods. I remember being a very like the poster being so incredible. It's a bunch of rats eating like uh like a big tittied woman, you know, and just like blood everywhere. And I was just so into it. Totally. I remember watching The Howling. That was like one of my first memories and just being so obsessed with how scary everything got. Totally. But then in those horror movies, I was so scared. I was like weirdly like a prude as a kid. So all the sex scenes like really grossed me out. Oh, interesting. Like I would like avert my gaze. I wouldn't look at the screen. I'd be like, ew, oh, gross. I wouldn't watch Ren and Stimpy because they sh- they showed their bare butts. Oh, wow. And that to me was like lewd. It was so You're just clutching crass. your pearls. Oof, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But then show me a, like a beheading and I was like down for it. Yeah. I don't know what kind of weird fucked up kid I was, but. Did you grow up believing in like spirits and demons and ghosts yes. and all this stuff? Yes. Very much so. Uh-huh. Um, my grandma who raised me was, she saw spirits almost every single day. Her husband, my grandfather, uh, died and uh like before I was born, I didn't know him, but she would constantly be like, he's here. He's standing right next to me. He's holding my hand. Like, and I grew up never judging that or never thinking that was weird. It was just a part of my life. It wasn't scary. Never scary. But I feel like that's the, I, I don't know how it was with you, but like for me, I think like 
Latin American culture has a different connotation with spirits than mm-hmm. like American audiences, I guess. Yeah. Because for us, it is a sense of like, for me anyway, what how I was raised, it was like, this is family and family's always keeping in touch with each other. It's never scary. Uh, I have a Filipino friend who also has that same um, connotation with like spirits too, that they're like, a friend, my friend Sheena was saying that ghosts in the Philippines are sort of like troublemakers, but not scary. They're just like they're little just, assholes. I got it. Okay. From beyond the grave. So they're just, they're trying to punk you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're little Ashton Kutcher. The little Ashton Kutcher spirits. <laughs> you want candid camera now. <laughs> but what about like, what's Colombian folklore? Do they have. Like La Llorona. They have or La like, Llorona. Oh, they she's have, still there too. She's okay. still there. She she's evergreen. <laughs> she's everywhere. She got a lot of kids she's she got to cry over Hashtag about. booked yeah. and blessed. <laughs> <laughs> she tours, girl. La Llorona national tour? Yeah, Come on. of course. She's bigger than ever. She's got a bus and everything. <laughs> she's in the Conjuring universe. She's got places to be now. And now she's bigger than ever, right? Yeah. She's like with the nun. She's Yeah, it's a universe now. But yeah, we had La Llorona. We had had why is that the only thing that I'm thinking about I'm sure there's others but like La Llorona was like straight up the our Latinx boogeyman yeah you know that was like who and did we you had. grow up genuinely terrified no yeah no, I it's loved just all a, that stuff just a story that was like so that was like so I like loved it it like made me so like excited mm-hmm. spooky stuff like oh I love it so much but uh Okay, but you've had experiences. That, I've uh, had spooky. experiences. But any that have spooked you? Um, Not at the time. Like, looking back, maybe it's like, okay, well, th- this is weird. You're the kind of person that I need to be have with me when I have to go to, like, these spooky experiences. Mm-hmm. Because oh, how do you... Yeah, how do you feel about all the... Terrified. I, I, really? Terrified. Well, but I'm also... I also constantly am thinking, like... Okay, if I'm like in a room and there's someone that's staring at me that I can't see, that's spooky. And they're mm-hmm. and uh, whether they're alive or they're a ghost, right? That's spooky to me. And or if unsettling. somebody reaches out and touches me mm-hmm. that I don't want to touch me, that's spooky. Yeah, and assault too. So, and assault. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't apply to ghosts. <laughs> but but so like when you add the whole thing that I can't, you yeah. know, go to uh, an adult to, to to complain about mm-hmm. the fact that you just grabbed my thigh or whatever. <laughs> That makes it even spookier. Does that mean... That's true, yeah. 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 That and they could do it again. Yeah. They could do it again. Um, no, I, I, as a kid, my sister and I, we shared a room, and we had a ghost that... We had a rocking chair in our room, okay. and every night we had a person on that rocking chair, um, but it never rocked. It wasn't like an actual like person that we saw. It was a shadow of a person's silhouette. And we called her Cleopatra because she had those like, she had that Cleopatra hair, that like severe, like whoosh haircut. Oh, amazing. With the bang, whoosh. Yeah. That we were Blunt like, oh, it's bang. Cre- yeah. <laughs> Sia, really? The Sia, exactly. It's it was very Sia. much a Sia style. Yeah. yeah. But back then, you know, we only had Cleopatra, you know? Yeah. Um, but for us, we never got scared because for some reason we thought she was like, watching over us like protecting us sort of so sometimes we'd be like oh cleopatra's here and we would look and it was like the shadow of this woman man i don't know person thing we don't need to gender we don't need to gender exactly we don't need to gender them and they would be on this rocking chair just but it wouldn't move it wouldn't move the rocking chair wouldn't move it would just be like a force 
on that chair and we could feel it too we can feel like everything get like heavier so we would be aware of her presence like we would wake up and see cleopatra there she but only could you see late. eyeballs and nope. lips not, not no that. no no it wasn't like very well defined she like but wanted you could to be... tell from the hair we could tell from the hair yeah the hair was a defining characteristic yeah either yeah. that or she was wearing a helmet i don't know i mean you know i love a distinct hair style <laughs> Speaking of, what do you think you got, about... I mean, it's beautiful. Thank you. It's like a nice little fountain of follicles. Thank Beauty- you. Just like, oof, cascading What down. about this look I'm wearing? Girl, it's beautiful. It's like this deep, deep purple. Uh-huh. And it's like a velvet color. It's a long little gown. I mean, you don't normally wear gowns, so I'm like Not very usually. impressed. I know. I thought I would, you know, dress up for you. Yes. And you have like a nice little golden ruffle just like... Falling down your side. Just Just one little ruffle. Oh, gorgeous. I I like my shoulders like I like my potato chips. (laughs) Ruffles. (laughs) You like a ruffled shoulder. I like a ruffled shoulder. Is that a a potato chip ruffle? I feel like it is. A ruffle is a kind of chip. I think any chip could be a ruffle. Yeah, exactly. It's not a brand, but it's a type of chip. Any can be a ruffle. (laughs) And any queen can be a ruffle (laughs) if done proper. I'm also a little bit salt and vinegar, if you know what I'm saying. Is that your favorite so don't flavor? Cross me. Uh, no, that's just my my personality. That's your personality. <laughs> yeah, that's your that's your brand. That's your flavor of chip. Yeah, salt and vinegar. That's okay. me yeah, personified. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to ghosts. What yes. Is this? Enough of the p- potato chip corner. <laughs> that's your other podcast. <laughs> that's my other segment. That's for Patreon. <laughs> what potato chip are you? Hosted by Ross Dressplus. <laughs> So, um, okay. So, tell me, tell me some more experiences. So, you're ready. You're used to Cleopatra. Yeah, Cleopatra's there. Uh, I'm used to my gr- grandfather just sort of like being there. I also. This is gonna sound so dumb, but because everyone says this, but I'm also a little bit psychic dumb. in that way. I mean, it's so dumb, right? It's like so st- it's so LA too. Oh, I know. That's like why as I, soon as I moved to LA, it's like, oh, I'm psychic. I'm, a little, always, I'm in tune with the unit. I'm like, okay. I know, because the thing that I always say is empathic, which I don't even, I don't mm. always know if that's the right word to describe how I am, but I'm yeah. always like, time out for the most LA thing you're going to hear all day. I'm an empath. <laughs> but How does your empath empathy manifests itself. Well, that's why I don't know if it's the right word, but that's what some people tell me it is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for me, it's like I can sense when someone's in the room mm. that I can't see. Mm. Um, I can sense when someone's looking at me, human or not. Mm-hmm. I can look over and know that they're looking at me. But also, um, I soak up people's energies, mm. which is why like, I don't work in nightlife as much anymore because it's just so exhausting yeah. for me. What is, how is your psychic ability? I, I have this like weird, so like I, there are like faces are etched in my brain. Like I, I will, like there's times where I like close my eyes and I get into this weird zone where like there's a face that I see, like very distinct face. And then I will see them like years later, I will be like this face, I know this face. And it's a face that I like just it just got conjured up in my brain. Mm. It could be from a past life, you think, maybe. No, but it's like I see that person. Like, for example, like oh, there was okay. a, f- a friend that I m- met here in L.A. that I saw their face like four, four years ago. In a vision or you specifically saw them in person? I actually I don't No, no, no. Like in a vision, like I guess like okay. I dreamed of this face. Like, yeah, it's only when my eyes are closed and like in my dreams, I will see them. 
Dreams are like intense. Dreams are powerful. Dreams are intense. And I have like a weird dream story. You ready for this? This okay. is a wild. Okay, okay, so I've had a recurring dream since I was five years old where I fall off a cliff. And as I fall off the cliff, I think to myself that I never made it to my 29th birthday. Weird. Okay. Super insane. I've had this dream forever for as long as I can remember. And when, you know, growing up, it's like, you know, you you hear things of like, well, what does this mean? Like, is this a literal thing or is this figuratively? And as when I was younger, I was like, well, then, yeah, that's literal. Like, I'm not going to last after I'm, I'm going to live my life to the fullest, I guess. Yeah. But then when I got closer and closer to that age, I was like, well, it's got to be metaphorical. I now, mean, like how much <laughs> would this happen? Like every year, a couple of this times? This would happen two times a year. Okay. This It was like, and it would happen the exact same way. Wait, I remember I... the cliff and I remember the act of like falling. It's very real. It like... And it's one of those dreams where you like wake up from like like super super it just like you were felt there. like I felt not to sound graphic or whatever but like without feeling pain I felt my bones crushing and like my like pulp the pulp of like my meat pulp just hitting rocks Oh, which is weird. God. As a 5-year-old that's fucked up. I mean, however, I mean I grew up watching all this fucked up shit yeah. anyway. But I'm wondering if there's a way to connect the Oscar Montoya universe mm-hmm. of did you ever wake up and Cleopatra was sitting there? No. From that dream? Not at all. Oh. So there it was it didn't coincide ever because that would have been See that's what they would do in like a, that's the what they movie. would do the conjuring exactly <laughs> they would figure out a way yeah that's where they all would alter Vera the, Farmiga the exactly. would be <laughs> sitting there with a seal wig on <laughs> for sure yeah it's it's the nun just she just got like a nice little haircut um, she went to the ghost barber or oh, uh, sorry stylist um, uh, so anyway like so fast forward um, you know I'm like in this business trying to like audition and stuff and I book my second commercial ever I book and it's this like really dumb commercial for Verizon and in the audition I'm uh, so they're like looking for people who like bungee jump like bungee jump people and you know how they they always say like just lie and I'm scared of heights mainly because of this dream that I've had yeah so you know, and they're like, oh, do you have like, you know, bungee jumping experience? I'm like, yeah, I do of it course. all the time. And so I get a call back and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this could be a very real possibility that I might book this, but I still lie. And it turns out I end up booking this damn job. Oh my God. So I go and we film in a park in New Jersey. They flew you out to New Jersey? <laughs> no, this was when I was living in New York. Oh, that would oh, okay. be hilarious if they flew me to New Jersey. No, they're this like, is... we have an expert bungee jumper that we have to get. There's only one place in the country you can bungee jump, <laughs> and that's a park in New Jersey. Um, it was it was some, like, I don't know. I don't remember what the park was called. So it was in New Jersey, and I'm there, and I'm, like, freaking out because I'm like, yeah. I have to, like, do. So the line is, like, <laughs> this is another funny little detail because the line that I say I like look at the camera and I say I trust my plan with my life and then I jump and then I bungee 
They couldn't do that with like a green screen and you like a think, stunt person. Yeah, no, but I think they needed to see like real people bungee jumping, like people okay. who who do it all the time. So anyway, my birthday is on <laughs> April twelfth, and the date was April fifth, and I was twenty eight years old. No, mm-hmm. and it didn't hit me until I got to the park, where I was like, "This again, this feels weirdly familiar to me." And then I was like, wait a second, (laughs) what? It fucked me. I mean, I was like, I mean, what the, truly what the fuck, right? So at that point I was like, okay, I have to decide what to do. Do I just stop the shoot? And I'm like, you know what? I can't do this. Like I had a premonition, like I was raving Simone or something. Like I, I cannot do this. I got, I have to go home. Or do I, um, just continue doing the shoot. I mean, like, what are the chances this is, like, actually going to happen? Like, there's no mm-hmm. way. Truly no way, right? That's when you have to poop your pants or What something. would you have done? I probably would have um, faked sick. <laughs> I probably would have. I'm not even kidding you. I'd be like, because you didn't realize the, the dream until you were, like, in the bunch Until I was there, there, and I didn't realize it until my body was like, you've been here before. Yeah. Which I was like, What? Because I'm a dumbass idiot. Like, I didn't even realize any of that shit. Oh, my gosh. So they're putting the straps on me. I'm on the edge of my seat right now. I mean, it's wild. So they, like, put me on this thing, on the harness, and the guy's, like, explaining what to do. And, like, I'm not listening, Roz. I'm, like, not even paying attention to anything because I'm, like, Uh doesn't matter. I'm going to (laughs) die. I was so ready to be, like, well, this is the last day of my life doing a fucking Verizon commercial. And I don't even think it was a national. So it like didn't it wasn't even a big deal. So and what was the line again? It was like I trust my phone plan with my life or my my yeah anyway and then I jump. Like would you trust anyway, whatever. It was so stupid. Did you trust your phone plan with your life? I did. I well I was on Verizon. I've been a Verizon stand for I have as too. long. It's it's good. It's a good I trust it with my life. Yeah I do try I trust it too. It's better than what T Mobile? No. Boost Mobile? Boost, come on. Cricket Wireless. Cricket no, Wireless, no, no, no. no, no, no. Um, so then I, so right before I go in, I asked a PA to take a picture of me before I go. And there's a picture of me and it says the date and I put, oh, it's on my Instagram. That's where it is. And um, yeah, and I'm trying to smile, truly. And it just, I look I have I have to show it to you. Okay. I look absolutely insane. I, I, I truly I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just like, okay, this is it. It's like a nice view. Like the, I'm at peace with my potential last day on this earth. And <laughs> I died booking a job. So hello, what, what a dream! What a dream! Um, <clears throat> so as I'm getting ready, they like whatever. These cops show up, right? The Jersey police or the park police show up, and they're like, hey, so. What's going on here? And the people at the shoot, they're like, um, no, no, we're, we're shooting commercial. And they're like, do you have a permit to do this? And they're like, yeah. They show them the permit. And they're like, so wait, what's happening here? What's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to jump off and then say his line. He's like, mm, do you have a permit to bungee jump from this place? And they're like, no. We have a permit to use this park. We don't need to. They're like, uh you need a bungee jumping permit to... Because apparently in New Jersey, you can do that. Like, it's legal to do... But you need you need paperwork to do it. 
And they were like, no, you you can't do that here. They're like, are you fucking serious? Okay, fine. We're going to work on this. We're going to like get. So then they like delayed the shoot for a little bit. Yeah. And so the. So then they got somebody to like sign in that paperwork, but they're like, before I do that, I have to sort of make sure that it's everything is up to speed or whatever. So then, you know, the guy measured the length of the rope and then left and then like 40 minutes passed and like nothing happened. And I was like, I think I might get out of this. This might have saved my life. So then the guy comes back. And he's like... The cop or no, the... The the guy who's like trying to sign the permit. He's like, yeah, so the length of your rope is a lot longer than the height of this cliff. No. So if I jumped, if the cops didn't show up, I would have jumped and I would have died. I would have landed straight on the ground because they didn't even measure the length of the bungee cord. Oh, no. This wouldn't have been Verizon wireless commercial. This would have been midsummer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And then they were like, what the fuck? So, you know, they had to cl- close the shoe, like totally. Like, they scrapped. just checked now, like as you were already like ready they to did go. It. Well, I mean, this is a huge lesson in Hollywood because they don't do their work. Like big, like I've been in commercial shoots for big ass products that like just don't, they're so like, like unorganized, like Mm -hmm. just a weird mess. And this was an example of that. Wow. Could you imagine? I mean, uh, and then I, I was like, holy shit. And I have never had that dream ever again. That is so crazy. After that What did you do on your 29th birthday? Were you like. I made it, bitch. I truly, I can't, I don't remember. (laughs) But that's like seriously one of the, probably the worst story I've ever heard of like, lie and say you can do it. Uh, Yeah. Which we've all done. We've all done it. We've all had to do it. You have to. Yeah, I've done it a bunch of times. I booked shit that I didn't, I was like, I don't know how to drive a car. Yeah. I had to do a spot where I had to drive a car. had to figure that out the day of. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was awkward as hell, but. My mind is blown. Yeah. That is yeah, crazy. I have to find this picture. And I'm telling you, like, that's where my empath abilities fall. It's always in my dreams. Uh-huh. Like, I've always had dreams where, like, things are, like, not as big as, like, that dream that I've had, mm-hmm. but very much, like, little things that have actually happened for me. Mm-hmm. Like, moving to L.A., like, I never thought that was possible. And then I had a dream where I was, like, like in my house in Brooklyn, but it just happened to... Like, I read mail, and it said Los Angeles on it. And I was like, huh, I live in L.A. And then it happened where I was just, by a weird, like, random series of events, just happened to live here. Never planned on doing it, but I was like, oh, shit. So do you have, at the moment, not necessarily that you have to share, but do you have certain visions that you're like, when is this going to happen? Because that keeps happening. Yeah, so, like, there's this weird vision that is so stupid. It's another sort of recurring dream that I've had where I'm single. I've been single forever. And um, I am with someone, and his name is Archie. Which is like, what the fuck? Like the comic. Like the comic, yeah. And he looks he's like this like big berry guy and uh like yeah like that's who is my partner so i'm like oh interesting maybe that might happen i mean i'm still waiting for an archie to to show up archie the bear archie (laughs) (laughs) sounds hot it's yogi's cousin you know (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, do you have other stories of ghosts or and or demons? No. Oh, demons? Has have people had like demon Honey, stories? We we are. This is Demon City here. What? I've never had a like a ghost with like ill intention. Okay. What is the distinction between a ghost and a demon? I always think the first thing that I that comes to mind for me to define a demon is that it was never a human. Oh. It's something that's been here since before time. And it is malicious. Huh. And that it, is a good distinction. Yeah. So humans like dead people can't like turn into demons? I don't think so. I think that you can get possessed by a demon mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But then I think if that that body, that human body that's keeping it alive, if that human body dies, then the demon looks for a next the next vessel. Oof. So it jumps from one person to another. That's what I think. Damn. But I don't know. Oh, this other weird thing happened too about this um this thing was what I was in um when I was living in Queens, I was like twenty two and like very much feeling that whole like I'm gonna wow, this has to be metaphorical. I can't blah, blah, blah. I was walking down the street and some woman, she looked legit like Miss Frizzle, just like a Latina Miss Frizzle, um, stopped me. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I need to read your palm right now. Something is telling me that I need to read your palm. And I was like, okay, lady, she's going to scam me or pickpocket me or something. Totally. And also I was late to something. I don't even remember what it was. Um, And I was like, I can't. She's like, no, 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 please. It's going to bother me if I don't read your palm and I was like okay so then um, I, I give her my palm and the first thing she says to me which is crazy was she's like I don't think I don't know why you think you're gonna die soon but you have a very long lifeline and I like shook me to my very core I was like what <laughs> what and this She's is like, referencing yeah, your birthday dream? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, um, wh- what? What? And she's like, yeah, you have a, like a long lifeline. And she also clocked a couple of things about me in my life. Uh, I was dating someone that she was like, he's bad news. Like, don't, eat, don't you dare. And this is when I was like very much in love. And I was like, <laughs> you crazy lady. <laughs> We're going to be together forever. Cut to, yeah, not so great. Um, That's the thing with psychics. Like, Every time a psychic comes to me, they always I ask them about my love life, and they're mm-hmm. always like, "He's a man that you're gonna fall in love with," and I'm always like, "Okay, she must be good if she can tell I'm gay, <laughs> because <laughs> I was not advertising that at all." And she said, "He." <laughs> Did she say like, "I clocked you"? Yeah, he. exactly. She's like, "He." <laughs> and I'm like, "Excuse me, I have a wife named Barbara at home." <laughs> <laughs> but she also said that like I'm gonna find I'm gonna find someone at a party and his name starts with a J and that I'll I won't know him before um and I was like okay never hasn't happened yet I mean hmm. I don't actually I also don't go to parties ever at all so but when you will there'll be a man named Jesse <laughs> and a bear named Archie <laughs> then I'll have to decide between the two Do you want to hear some ghost voices? Yes. It's time for EVPs or EV please. Do you know what EVP is? 
Yes. Electronic voice phenomenon. Right. It's when people capture ghosts um, on audio. And so what I do is I go to YouTube, I look for EVPs, Ooh. and then I want you to guess what the paranormal investigator believes this ghost says. Okay? So, wait, sorry. It's not to sidetrack this convo, but okay. for a hot second. Speaking of YouTube, do you go on YouTube and search for like... Haunted images caught on tape. Of course. Oh my gosh. There's what a else little. Do you think I would look at? <laughs> yes. There is a clip of this girl who's holding like a quinceanera doll or something like that. Do you know about this clip? I don't know. And it, she's like playing, like she's just holding it. She's like maybe 15 years old. I think that's why it's a quinceanera doll. <laughs> well. And the doll's head turns mm. randomly, and she like throws the doll away. It's like you have to see it. It's like there's some so, real creepy doll stuff on I, there. I, why are dolls creepy? It's because they look human, but they're not human. Mm, it's that uncanny valley shit. Uncanny valley. Uh huh. Samoyers and ghosts and Damn. clowns and ventriloquist dolls and all of it. Oof. Okay, back to EVPs. This is or EV please or EV please. This is from VS Paranormal. It is at the Clement Railroad Museum slash. Hallbrook Hotel in Dickson, Texas. Mm. Spelled D-I-C-K-S-O-N. Uh, okay, here's the first one. Tell me what you think this ghost is saying. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's literally somebody talking. Yeah, that's a actual con- like. This is one that they said they sent like people have tried to debunk it and they can't. They, what? They're like, this is a real fucking ghost. Wait, and this is like where? Like, what's the location? I mean, this Texas, at, but like, um, it's like an old railroad museum okay. in a hotel building situation. Mm-mm. Okay, let's try it one more time. I mean, can you tell what they're saying? You're not something me. That's oh, what I hear. That's okay. what I hear. What did you hear? Well, I'll give you a couple options. Oh, okay, okay, multiple choice. Okay, so the I was wrong. I was first wrong. option is. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear. Oh my god. <laughs> Second one is they're not going anywhere. Mm. The third option is you're not going to the fair. Or the fourth option is you're not showing any flair. Cuz maybe they're like, "Oh my gosh, she was that TGIF girl." She's like, "I've seen a lot of ghost hunters <laughs> and you, honey, are not showing any flair." <laughs> Where the bells? Where's the bips and the bops, huh? <laughs> Listen again. Mm, you're not going anywhere. You're not going it. In- they're not going anywhere. Oh, they're not going anywhere. Wait, I let's can hear, hear it, one it more so time. distinctly. It's like, they're not going anywhere. Listen. Oh, I totally hear that now. Ooh, <gasps> Who do you think like, it is? It sounds like some creepy mad lady. Oh, for sure. She's- do you think it's just a, a human person in that? Location. It could be. Because, I mean... But they said that it's not. They were like, no one was there. Hmm. We're going to choose to believe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, also, I'm going to. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe. I believe always. Okay. This one is from... Oh, no, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is from TCPRI on YouTube. It also might be... I-C-P-R-I. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I believe from their videos because they had posted like a ton of videos and this one did not specifically say where it was from, but it was sandwiched in between the middle of a bunch of videos that were at the Lock House in Fridley, Minnesota. Okay. Fridley, Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Friendly ghost, Casper. And here is the EVP. Now this one's more of a whisper. Hmm. Did you hear it? Yeah, I hear something. I can't really tell what it is, though. Here's some options. Okay. Is it A, I want pho. <laughs> you they, want pho? They want pho. <laughs> They're hungry. <laughs> B, where's the fun? <laughs> there could be a fun like party ghost. <laughs> D, C, what the fuck? Mm. Or mm-hmm. D, <laughs> All right, let's hear it again. Ooh. Now you're hearing things. Where's the fun? What the fuck? It's what the fuck. Oh my gosh. Wait, can we hear it one more time? I love this ghost. If you watch the video, it's like funny because the paranormal investigator is kind of like, I forget what he says, but it's something like, you know, show us a sign. And this ghost is like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's doing other like, shit. Like, I'm busy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it seems such an aside, like, oh, God. I'll like, be right back. Like, let me just Let me just haunt these people real quick. She's like, I'm what trying to hook up with my ghost yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I want for Okay, here's a picture. Oh, okay, let me see it. <laughs> and this is you before. This is me. And this is when you're in your mind thinking that you are about to do to this die. jump. Yeah. You look terrified. I look so scared. And I'm genuinely trying to smile. Oh, no. And that's hard to smile when you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I've done look a few at the date. shows. Look at the date. Where's the date? I think it's on the bottom. Oh, yeah. 2012. Mm-hmm. Oh, April 9th. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, that's hard. It's I've done a few shows where I like am terrified, and there's a huge audience or whatever, and then I'm like trying to <laughs> smile, and like I can't do it. I know that feeling. Um, when you're trying wow. to perform, but like, your body just won't let you. And you're just knows... in that picture. You are like, this is it, huh? It was wild. The last photo. I, I, I honestly can't believe, because like that to me is another like the fact that the cops showed up period was like okay somebody was trying to be like no you ain't done in this world exactly you got shit to do that was sent for a reason because i can't believe my stupid ass was like my i was giving myself signals i don't know and i still didn't listen to them yeah do you know what i mean and you're also it's just like yeah of course the professionals are going to have everything measured out it's going to be you know totally safe and also like i needed the money yeah <laughs> straight up i was like I'll i can't say no to this job yeah if i die i die but hey if i don't book i'll uh no it's embarrassing as fuck and then i won't get that money oh no but hey you know it's what? a lesson for all of us mm-hmm. listen to yourself listen to yourself but also lie to get the job and also listen to spanish presents. <laughs> beautiful segue <laughs> love that that's what i do <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on my socials at Ozymo, O-Z-Z-Y-M-O. Uh, yeah, you can see what's, what I'm doing. I'm doing a whole bunch of random crap. So yeah, just check my, and that's on Twitter and Instagram as well. So just branding, you know. Smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can find me on Cameo, cameo.com slash I'm also on Instagram at rosdressfales, Facebook, rosdressfales. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group called Ghosted by Rosdressfales. And that's a great place where you can share your ghost stories or you can send them to me via uh Apple Podcasts by giving us a five-star rating, and then you can share your ghost story in the review. Or you can just give us five stars and say something nice, or you don't have to say anything at all. <sighs> Guys, this has been so fun. If you want to see me live, um, I'll be doing... Well, I'm doing a lot of things, but something really fun that I'm going to be doing in September at, on the 15th is... Uh, a new a new Ross Matthews bubbly brunch, which is going to be debuting in Oxnard, which will be so fun. So um, I'd love to see you there. And um, yeah, yeah, I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye. <laughs>